0: Hey Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family, welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, let's get psychic. I'm talking about specific ways to open your third eye, specific ways to strengthen the psychic muscles you already have. Going to be basically teaching you methods, teaching you some tips, some how-tos, some get started with getting psychic stuff. But first, Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Something else interesting is going on in this episode. It's a packed episode. What's going it, on?
1: Well, this is amazing. It's, you're not even going to believe this. It's incredible. <laughs> the Wawa coffee line is back open.
0: Oh, that's good? Yes. Oh, yeah. good. Your life's yeah. complete. Wawa's is. serving coffee because again. Because
1: I think around, somewhere around episode 10 or whatever it was, yeah. they took down the Wawa coffee line. Ugh. And I didn't get my Wawa coffee before right. each show. But now it's back.
0: Okay, great. And I have it. Life, so, normalcy. Yeah.
1: That's so good, Scott. That is really good. But the other thing that we're going to do for our <laughs> 50th episode...
0: Well, th- that's what I was saying. It yeah. is our 50th episode, yes. which is huge, and tell everybody what we wanted to do.
1: Okay. So what we decided to do, and the, I guess the problem is that you know there, there's thousands of people that just want to know their colors.
0: Yeah. And, you
1: know, someone asked me the other day, they said, you know, Scotty, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> and... <laughs> I said nothing, actually. I fall asleep you right fall away. Right asleep. But the, the the one problem that we have is that people just, even if they can't get a reading with you, you know, they want to just know their colors. Right. At least, you know, tell me, hey, I'm purple and red. Right. You know, I'm blue and orange. I don't know if they can even be that. But uh, they just want to know their colors. And we're having a hard time trying to get it to everybody. Right. Well, and, well yeah.
0: I have a bonus episode yeah. and checklists. and right. And I'll, honestly, I will say 90% of people. Right. Kind of gauge themselves correctly based on the amount of stuff I have out there to figure out your own aura color. But yeah, right. I think people like the confirmation.
1: They like the they like the yeah. mm stamp of approval, right? Um, and then a lot of time, a lot of the indigos and blues have trouble because they think there's so many different colors. Yes, because it's they absorb. True. Yes, we, we learned on the show. Yes, yeah. if you
0: think you're everybody, you're probably a blue.
1: Right. So yeah. what we did was we went on uh, the Mystic Meadow Spiritual Family on Facebook. We did a little thing. Hey, send in a selfie. And we're going to try to get to some of these. Yes. Okay. Of course, we had about, I think, a 1,000 entries. Yes. Um, and maybe one day, hopefully, we'll get to the, all of them. We're going
0: to do this again. Yes.
1: We're definitely going to do it again. Uh, but uh, we just picked at random
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, some names.
0: Yeah, a bunch of them. A bunch of them. And yeah. here we go. So, And, and we're going to do it throughout the episode. Yes. We're going to do groups of readings throughout the episode.
1: Right. So we're going to try to do four or five... Group them. It's just yeah. your name. Listen for your name yeah. and your colors. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, we're going to do a
0: bunch of different groups. So
1: the first person we chose that just randomly was Elizabeth Boswell. All
0: right, let me see her picture. All right,
1: and her colors would be.
0: Okay, so she's purple and indigo. Purple indigo. Yep, she's purple indigo. Okay, which is common not
1: which is common for the spiritual family. It's very
0: common for this crew,
1: but not so much. But in not
0: life. yeah, not life. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Okay, and if, and I, I apologize in advance if I if I mispronounce. You will mispronounce name. her name, yeah. All right, uh, second one we did was Julia like, Dia. 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 Dia.
0: I don't know D I A. Um, she's green and blue. Yay, green ladies! She is green and blue. Super cool. Excellent. I'm getting a lot more green people. Yes. Lately, a lot of gr- more green women. Okay. So I'm happy. Welcome green people to the to the group. All right. Welcome. The third
1: uh, the third one <laughs> in this group is Evelyn Dell.
0: Bosque. 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 I mean, if you're going to go Spanish here. Uh, Okay, so she is purple and blue, but you know what's interesting about her is she has like a little pink mist thing going on, Hmm. probably leftover from childhood. So she's purple and blue, but there's like some residual pink happening. Okay. That's good. That's interesting.
1: All right. Our next one is uh, Amos Miller. He is from Ohio, and he is from Holmes
0: County. Scott, are you trying to read Amish people again? You're trying to get me free readings for your for your men. Okay, yes, he is
1: Amish. <laughs> he lives in Ohio. Yeah, I looked at his picture, and he was clearly green.
0: He's Amish green. Amish green. It's a whole different type it's of green. A totally different thing. Yeah, Amish green. Okay. All
1: right. Lisa Mit- Mitchell Hill.
0: She's yellow blue.
1: Yellow blue. Yeah. Okay. And the last one for this group, uh Shana Mabia.
0: Yeah. I hope maybe. I pronounce that right. Maybe. Maybe. Um Shana, maybe or Mobby. Mobby. Uh purple and blue. Purple. She is purple and blue. All right. All right. So we're going to do more of these. All
1: right. So we had a lot of purple
0: that's our blue first, in that group. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Well that's the crew too. Yeah, I know. It's the you crew. know, it's just a lot of empath colors, a lot of overwhelming majority of that. But hey, we had a green lady. That's good. Yeah. So we're going to do more of these groups throughout the podcast. Julia is green. So stay tuned. Yes. But what's next? And
1: we have more coming up later in the show. Yeah. Okay. So you said today we're going to talk about being, are you intuitive or how to increase your psychic abilities? Yeah, like
0: actual, I'm going to be my, that's my middle thing. We're going to act, I'm going to actually tell you exactly how to work your psychic muscles in specific hmm. ways.
1: Okay. So, and this is something that I've kind of kept quiet from you.
0: Oh my. And I'm going to tell it
1: now in front of thousands of people. Nervous. I'm nervous too, because <laughs> I'm
0: coming out. Oh no.
1: I feel from a very young age, <laughs> probably around two, maybe two and a half. Right. That... I am psychic. Okay. I am an intuitive. Okay. I'm a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, I was about, this is weird. You didn't even know this. Yeah. Before you came out and started doing your practice, literally the week before I was going to come out and say, you know what? I'm going to start my own psychic practice. I totally stole your thunder. And literally. Ugh. Then you came out and you were like, well, you know, I think I want to, uh, you know, hone my gifts and blah, blah, yes. blah, blah. And then I just kind of sheepishly. Kept you just, it in.
0: Yeah, you just kept it in. Yeah. Oh, you lived in authentically. I'm living in you know, authentically oh right now. Oh my God, because you really should be right. psychic Scotty. I, sh- I should be, yes. Yeah. You know, sc- Scotty the psychic. Scotty the
1: psychic. Maybe there's, there's no, is there any, Scotty the sooth-slayer. No, so, is that, soothsayer. No, soothsayer. Soothsayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soothsayer, yeah. Yeah. We know I have problems with words.
0: Oh, honey. Okay.
1: <laughs> so what I did to just confirm that I am truly gifted mm-hmm. and psychic and all that stuff. That I looked up to try to find out signs that you might be psychic.
0: Okay. Also, oh, these are actual signs that you
1: might be psychic. That you
0: may be a psychic. Right. Okay. And which everybody has the ability to tap into these things.
1: Yeah. So course, let's yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. So the first one that I found was that your senses are extra sharp. That's true. Is that true?
0: Yeah. I'm going to talk about that too. Really? Yeah. That's one of the things I'm talking about.
1: Okay. Um, are your
0: senses? You don't. You can't even smell.
1: No, I have a terrible sense of smell. Yeah um i could you know i wear glasses um oh, i do too
0: but i noticed that with like a lot of intuitive people like their actual five sense, like a lot of their five senses are heightened okay like they can hear really well or, or smell or yeah. taste really yeah like you know brianna like our 11 year old she can like smell things so much she can taste them
1: i i have a, I have a bad sense of taste too yeah you do so, all right. All right so, so that one, one's not me, but I'm still- cross,
0: I, cross that one off. I'm going to cross okay. that one off. All I'm right. I'm going to check, my Not everyone's going to work for you. Let, let's keep going.
1: I've known this since I'm two.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Mr. Weekayla over Okay. Psychic okay. so Scotty. All right. <laughs> Sus- 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 Scotty.
0: Soothsayer Scotty.
1: Okay. Number two.
0: <laughs> you should do one you could spell and say.
1: Right. <laughs> you have very, very, very vivid dreams.
0: <sighs> oh, is that one but, of them?
1: Yeah. So like you could detail telephone numbers, uh, times, uh, colors, um, usually you have the same dream over and over again. Yeah. Any, does that resonate with you?
0: Yeah, all that. Yeah, I thought it was normal. No, to that's, have that's like dreams. Sign. Like sometimes I don't feel like going to bed because my dreams are so annoying.
1: Okay. And for me, I, I don't dream. You don't so dream at all. I don't remember anything.
0: I think you've had like, I can count on one hand, the amount of times you've woken up in our relationship and said that you've dreamt something. Right.
1: Only that time I dreamt, as people know already from the podcast, of Michael Strahan.
0: You did, yes. yes. When he was wearing gold, the gold, like, Magic Mike underwear.
1: Oh, my. Maybe those were his boxers. <gasps> the mystery of the boxers has not oh. been figured out yet. So maybe Michael were Strahan
0: his. Astral traveled to you <laughs> to Magic Mike you.
1: Yeah. They, the boxers were large.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So I'm over I'm for 2 right All now. All right. So, but okay. I, yeah, so okay. whatever. Let, okay, let, let's, help, let's see what else you got. Uh, you're very sensitive to negativity.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Such as
1: you can't watch the nightly news.
0: Oh, it's true. Can, but that's you, all you, you watch, yeah. Scott. Yeah, I do watch Scott, the news. Scott, you're like obsessed with the news. Okay. So. And you read rant while you watch it. It's like all, like I can't even – I have to walk away from you during the nightly news. Oh, my God.
1: My, uh, <laughs> my dreams are starting to be shattered here.
0: Yeah, no, you, you definitely aren't affected by negativity either. Right. <laughs> like, the negative people just do not bother you. <laughs> <laughs> if well, anything, it like I don't know. It bounces off you and back onto them because they feel ignored.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> so this is going to lead into the next one, which isn't looking good for me either. Extreme empathy, extreme extreme empathy. We're well, very
0: no. Look,
1: I have a, I have some.
0: You're empathic, but not. No, but you are. You're like, and I'm doing a whole podcast episode about this because not everyone's an empath, but most people are empathic. You yeah. know, but in being a red with it, it's like you've got a huge thing for injustice. So if you see like a kid being spoken down to, like you're gonna go right up. You don't care. Like stuff like that. Like right. um
1: And I yeah. But
0: but the empath that you don't carry it with you. You don't. No, I don't care. You it walk me. away from something it's over and then you forget yeah. about it. You're like, oh wait what? Well yeah. it's like <laughs> No that's true. Like I think like me, I'm like crippled by it.
1: Yeah. And I do I mean I am a I am kinda we've already talked about this, but I am kind of like a you say like uh, for for the indigos and blues on the page, you know they they always get me.
0: you. Do they you have me. a soft spot for soft the spots. empaths? I
1: do. I have a soft spot. Empaths, for the empaths. get
0: you. They do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, okay.
0: So, yeah. If someone says they're sad, all of a sudden you're like, oh, let me
1: fix I know. it. It's like they write me like a story, you know, they tell me something, and I'm like, oh, oh all right, man, you know what? I'm gonna fix right. it. I'm gonna fix that for you. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make this happen for you. Yeah. Like I like I kind of want to make it happen for them. Yeah. Like it's weird.
0: That's weird. It's like yeah. a savior complex, but whatever. Right. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always put me uh, in my place well, there. I'm just saying, yeah, okay. you know. <laughs> okay. This one I know I have. Okay. So th- like, you know, I know I'm psychic and this one I definitely know you have. Okay. So this one is sneeze, Cynthia. What's that? That is like when you sneeze like a few times in a row. Oh my God you no it's not really that oh, I, I think I just, you always
0: I thought, sneeze twice i know
1: and i thought i got really happy but i think i just pronounced it wrong and it's synesthesia synesthesia s-y-n-e-s-y-n-e-s-t that's what i think
0: that's what i think i don't know if i have that but like psychically now okay so some people have it where they associate letters or numbers with yes. colors or yes. objects or things like that.
1: Correct. And or it's a like melody.
0: A, yes. Or yeah, music. Yeah. And it's like a it's a brain thing. Okay. And um somebody asked me if I had that. And I wonder if I might maybe I do but for personalities cuz per, when I see personalities I see colors, you know. I don't know. But like but do you have that? Do you like do you associate you don't visualize. Mm, no, you see, have to no. see something to if do it. If it was
1: sneeze-a it. Cynthia, then I would
0: have that. You do. You sneeze twice. I and sneeze the kids twice. do too. Yeah. It's like a weird gene but this where you other don't thing, sneeze don't, just don't, once. You I sneeze don't, don't. twice. And I really started noticing it during quarantine.
1: Really? I haven't I, – you know, I've noticed I don't sneeze that much that anymore.
0: Probably because we're not or, in human contact with like anybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like
0: there's no germs to Like anytime to be anyone
1: coughs, we're like –
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the new normal. But you already had corona, so. Um, <laughs> I did not. I had strep throat. Okay.
1: <laughs> now, this one I definitely have. Okay. You have, I definitely have this one.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, telepathy. And that's the <gasps> idea yeah. that I can move like a fork with my mind.
0: I thought telepathy was where we like exchange thoughts with one another. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Okay. So Can, you, I, can I, you move a fork with your mind though? No. Oh, that'd be cool. If I could. Like Luke, like like, yeah, Luke like Luke, Skywalker. Yeah.
1: I know. <laughs> I know you and Bree have, like, t- telepathy.
0: Yeah, Bree and I do Like, that. you guys
1: don't even talk to each other and everyone knows what's going on. And then, and then I come in and say something ridiculously, like, what's going on here, guys?
0: Yeah, and, like, we're like, <laughs> we, can't, we can't catch you up. Right. There's just not enough. Because we don't talk in words. Right. But, like, some of my clients and I have that, too. Like, yeah. like I, I, they know, or a lot of us have that, if you think about it. Like, you're a friend and, you're, you don't know, you see something and then you mentally... T- <laughs> telepathy, your friend about it. And then later you're talking, you're like, oh my God, I know. And I know you saw that. And I know you saw that. And I know you knew that I, you know, that's a, I think a lot of us do that with each other. Okay. But not you. No,
1: I don't have the (laughs) telepathy. I can't move a fork. I can pick up a fork and like barely use it. Okay. I'm not not even good with a fork, honestly. All right. So like, I. (sighs) Like, have you ever seen me use a spoon? It's like, like a shovel.
0: Yeah, I know. Because I'm left-handed. It's okay. It's
1: (sighs) What if one of the signs of being psychic was left-handed? Oh. Then I'd be fine.
0: Well, the back, the back in the day, that was a bad sign to be left-handed. It was like Mark of the Devil. True. So. All
1: right. So I'm 0 for 6. But number All right. 7. Okay, 7. I definitely do this I'm one.
0: holding out hope for you.
1: This one I know I have okay. 100%. When the phone rings, you know who it is. Yes. Now, yes. this one we both know.
0: We do. When
1: your parents call.
0: It has a special ring. And they're about I to, just know it. Yes.
1: And they're about <laughs> to start their drama. <laughs> Mm -hmm. They're going to love this episode. They don't listen anyway. (laughs) That phone call, that phone rings with a really special tone. And we know it.
0: Abby heard it the other day too. Yes, yes. Like the phone was ringing and she was just like, oh, she's five.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, their drama call (laughs) is so clear as day. I don't know how uh... the phone knows, but it has a special ring to it. Yeah,
0: you guys, I want to hear if uh, other people have that too. Like you can tell who's calling by... I mean, the ring is exactly the same. Oh, no. Every time. Unless for back in the day. Yeah. Remember when everybody used to get their own ringtone? tone? Remember, yes. remember before the iPhone, like, the big thing was to have, like, uh-huh. your own ring. Like, everybody had their own ringtone. And remember, like, on the, on the voicemail, it was really cool. This is, I'm going totally off topic. No, that's fine. To get a voicemail song while you waited. Does anybody remember that? Do you remember that, Scott? Crickets. We never paid for it. but Crickets. like. Oh, really, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, like when you call somebody, sometimes they'd have like a '90s song playing. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. I think I think I do. Okay.
1: But we definitely know drama call. We know, and it's it's the same every time. They hear that ring. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they get on and they're like, "Hello, Scott, do you have a minute?"
0: Oh, god. And you know <laughs> it's bad. Right. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, all right. So there you go. Right. You have one.
1: I have one. Okay. okay. That one I have. Okay. Yes. Right. A couple more, Good and we we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up here. Um. When you're thinking of – I, I know you do this one all the time. Um, you think of someone and then all of a sudden they pop up. Oh, yes. Yeah, that happens to you all yes, the time. Yes, I know that
0: happens to other people too. That's a, big, that's a big tell. Okay. Yeah, that's a psychic thing. And people think, oh, it's a coincidence. It's like, no. It's radio wave stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Deja vu? All the time. Right now? I'm having oh it God. right now. Are you really? Yes. Do you,
0: you do have deja vu.
1: I do. You do we... get
0: real stressed when you have deja vu. The next thing
1: I'm going to say is deja vu. Oh. Jumanji. Weird. No. <laughs> um, okay.
0: When you, when you have a deja vu episode, you get really stressed out, though.
1: That's true. Like you keep
0: asking me, like, "Did we do this before? Did we do?" that? I'm like, "No, Scott, you're like, having I deja vu." I know we did this before. Like, calm down. <laughs> the abil- <laughs> I have to talk you out of it.
1: <laughs> All right, two more here. The ability okay. to connect with animals.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember oh, that yeah.
1: dolphin that loved you? I know. And he hated me. He did. Yeah. He just he didn't want to be near me. Yeah, our cats.
0: We, I do good with cats. you and really dogs. good with cats. Yeah. The
1: but, dolphin was like hugging you, kissing you. You guys I know. basically were tonguing each other. Ew. And do dolphins have tongues?
0: Yeah. Oh okay. I think so. It was yeah. not
1: at the Key West aquarium, by the way. Uh not, I repeat, not. It's just one room there. Okay. Um But he me and him, we got into like a fight almost.
0: But like you you're you you're good with animals. Yeah, I'm good with that. But you're not always trying to talk to them. Like, no, I, don't like to I think that. a lot of us who I guess are more inclined that way. We're like talking to animals or. yeah. But I see, I mean, there's a lot of people, I think if you work with horses or you work in certain industries with animals, like you develop a, yeah, it's like a connection to them. You have okay. to.
1: I mean, I like to throw animals food and just be, be done with it. Like yeah. I like to feed them.
0: You're good then, with, you've always been good with dogs. Yeah. You're more of a dog person. All right. And the
1: last one, which yeah. I don't know. So one, that's
0: like a half, a half point. I'll give you a half point.
1: Okay. The last okay. one is fear of open doors.
0: Really? Yes. That, does that resonate? You know, Brianna cannot sleep with her door open. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh no! She's always yelling at you. Close my door.
1: Oh, I thought that she was because she didn't like me.
0: No, she's scared of the hallway. Oh, really? Which is like a kid thing, but also it's more than that with her. Well, they said like psychics don't like open I can't, doors. I can't stand closets open. I can't stand um anything having to do with I hate, I hate the pantry door open i didn't know that was a thing yeah a i thing. do i hate like i had no clue that was a th- why is that did you look into why
1: no there really wasn't like an explanation for it oh but all right so i don't the like the energy day, merging
0: between rooms maybe that's
1: what it was yeah i okay. think like if
0: i really had to think about it i hate when energy merges between rooms right i don't even like i don't know if this is one too i hate the lights on I really hate when the lights are on. I I don't. I'm very sensory. Yeah. I
1: like the lights off now too a little more. Because of me. Yeah. I think that was you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And growing up because like, you know, in my psychic family, well, you know, every bulb is like nightlight wattage. Yes. In the entire house. Yes know that yes, I like they have a million lamps because right. they're antique collectors yes. and you could turn them all on and it's just like a nightlight yeah
1: <laughs> like the, literally their loom their room their living room may, maybe has like 56 i'm not even joking no we're not joking 50 60 lamps no
0: how many did brianna count last time we were there it, it might have been i think she no 100? she counted like over 100 lamps
1: and they just bought two more yesterday
0: oh yeah well they're yeah. gonna have nightlight wattage yeah, that's their thing. But anyway, yeah. so I maybe, uh, so does it doesn't it make sense. Like you can throw
1: like ten more on there. It's not it doesn't. Thing. It doesn't
0: make it brighter. Yeah, but it's fine. I hate bright lights. I can't. I hate it. I think that's a thing. Mm-hmm. All, all right. right. So, so I, how did you do? Do you think you're right, psychic still? I,
1: the only one I got right was the one when your parents call, and I know there's a drama call coming. Okay. So I would say that my dream of being a psychic is going to end oh, here. Oh, no. Scotty, the soothsayer.
0: Oh, no. Is that a business? That's very sad. I was, become, I was in the middle of making merch for you.
1: I'm going <laughs> to stick to my managerial <laughs> duties and my all right. publicist skills and all, right. all that jazz. Okay.
0: All right.
1: But, all right. Let's, let's do some more people. Okay.
0: Yay. Who do we got?
1: All right. We have a guy. Oh, good. And believe it or not, there was like, I think most of the pictures were women. I think we had like three or four guys threw it in. Cool. Uh, Zach Suarez.
0: Oh, okay. I'm looking at him. Okay, so he's red and blue. He's red and blue. Yes. Okay.
1: Erin, spelled E-R-Y-N, Bezabir.
0: Okay. Well, she's yellow and purple. That's a funny picture. Yeah. She's. Are those her hands?
1: Well, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You know- I said, you know, we, we did this, you know, random selection. Yeah, it
0: was random selection. But that one might have been. Oh, because it's such a funny picture. Yeah, there were like hands on
1: her. I don't think they are her hands. Uh, that's I funny. She said it like a picture of someone else's hands on her chest. <laughs> on her
0: chest. That was. A, that's a funny picture. Now, I think
1: Erin probably psychically read me <laughs> and realized, wait a second, he's going to stop at this one. So
0: next time we do this, yeah. you're going to get a bunch of weird pictures.
1: Weird pictures, right. Okay. Because like, you know, most people know, like I want to get his attention. That's the way That's to do fun. it. That's you know? Well, she's
0: yellow right. and purple, and yellow and purples do know how to get someone's attention pretty quick. Okay. They're good marketers that way.
1: All right. We have Caitlin
0: Soward. Oh, let me see. S- okay. Oh, look. Okay. So another green and blue. Okay. Another green lady. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy green ladies are joining us.
1: All right. The next one is I hope I pronounced her name right. It's like S O W R D S.
0: Sowards. I don't know. Yeah. Like that.
1: Okay. Next one is Jeb Yoder from oh, Big no. Valley, god, Pennsylvania. It's not
0: funny <laughs> with your wow well, with your with your infatuation. Well, hold on a
1: second. You okay. don't know the second half of this. What? There's also Anna Yoder. <gasps> they're not related. Well, they Yoders. don't think they might be
0: related. They probably are
1: because she's in Indi- She's in Elkhart, Indiana.
0: Oh my god! And they
1: actually not only do they want to know their colors, they want to know if they're twin flames.
0: Oh, Amish <laughs> twin flames. Yes.
1: Is Jem Yoder and Anna Yoder Twin Flames?
0: Um, Seeing as though I don't have a picture here of them, I'm going to say you're making it up. (laughs) (laughs) Not making it up.
1: How can I make something like that up on the spot so quickly?
0: The Yoders.
1: All right. Last one from this group. Okay. This is a real one. Lisa Riantis? R-I-N-T-E-S? R-I-N-T-E-S? Okay. Lisa Riantis.
0: She is yellow and blue. Yellow and blue. All right. All right. We have another crew
1: Coming up Coming later up in
0: the show. Later in the show. All right. All right. Before I go into my let's get psychic spiel, I wanted to take a, a few minutes and talk to you guys about some stuff. Okay. So my question to you is what interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? I personally need to sometimes, I don't know, hash out something um, that I'm not objective about. Better help. Better help. H-E-L-P, will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, um, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Uh, It's perfect for this time. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. So no judgment at all it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available the service is available for clients worldwide there is a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in your area licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression stress anxiety relationships sleeping trauma anger family conflicts lgbt matters grief and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. You can check out their testimonials posted daily on their site. It's not a crisis line. This is professional counseling. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So take a listen to this. This This is pretty cool. And actually, a lot of people told me that they use this code often because they, a lot of my clients actually use this BetterHelp service. I want you to start living a a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com, slash K-Y-A. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash K-Y-A. And... The show notes has the link for that too. I got introduced to Stitch Fix through this podcast, and I always saw it and I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, that's that looks interesting, but I never just did it. So this pushed me to do it. And I'll tell you, after my first fix, I kept everything, everything was like amazing. Um, I kept the whole box. It was it was so good that, and I've used it like two more times since. And every time they send me really new, cute, interesting things. Um, that's updated fashion, and I've never, I'd probably never pick it out on my own. So it's really great. And Stitch Fix is so what it is is it's a personal styling company that brings you this world of fashion and style. It's completely different and it's a fun way to find clothes that you will love. And it's all about you every time. You take a really great personalized quiz and you can change stuff all the time. You can talk to your stylist and write them notes. I do that. To get started, go to stitchfix.com slash K-Y-A to set up your profile and they'll deliver great looks personalized just for you in your color, styles, and your budget. They ask you these questions. You pay a $20 styling fee for each fix, which is credit towards anything you keep. You can schedule at any time. There's no subscription required. So it's not something that you have to do. Plus shipping, returns, and exchanges are all easy and free. They give you an envelope and it just has a return address on it. You just stick anything in there you don't want. You won't get charged for it. So here's the thing. Get started today. I highly recommend it. I do it myself. It's a lot of fun. Get started today at stitchfix.com and you'll get off when you keep everything in your fix. That's a really good deal. That's stitchfix.com slash K-Y-A for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash K-Y-A. It is a lot of fun, guys, and I've been excited to use it. I'm really excited um, to do this segment. I have been getting many messages from you guys who are going on your spiritual awakenings, And you're asking me, how do I open my third eye? How do I start using abilities? So let's get psychic here. I have said this before. We all have a gift. And if you practice it enough, it will get stronger. It's kind of like weight training. The more you do it, the more you can do. And some people are doing it and are not realizing it. So I hope this episode serves two purposes for you today. One, to allow you to see where you are already being psychic, and therefore you start to focus attention on it, and also allow you to amp up in the places you aren't practicing in and just start doing that. So noticing it and, I guess, putting attention where you want to get better at it. On episode 22 um, of this podcast, Entitled Are You Intuitive? I talked about how each aura color is innately set up to be psychic. Based on your aura color, you are going to be stronger in some areas already than others. And also you are adept in some modalities more than other people, just naturally, just authentically. So check out that episode for more information detailed to your aura. Even if you don't know your aura, listening to that, and honestly, this whole podcast honestly should finally help you to click into which one you are. And just just a good time to reiterate, there is a bonus episode Um, It's 17 minutes long, and it's just for that one purpose, to help you quickly figure out your aura color. It's my bonus episode. It's the only one I have, (laughs) and it's called Every Aura Color Explained, so check it out. But this episode is about opening your third eye and getting your psychic muscles activated, which I think is more fun. Than weight training. So, if you, back to my original metaphor, if you're going to train your psychic muscles, it's kind of like going to the gym. Like you have to work it, and it's not one day all of a sudden. It's like, oh my god, I can lift that weight. I couldn't do that before. That's the same thing. Oh my god, I, I got a message. I, I didn't get like it's crazy. Like you, you just get better at it overnight if you keep working on it. But first off, yes, let's talk auras. I see them pretty clearly. But you can train yourself to see them. I do workshops. And now um, with this whole pandemic, I've been doing workshops online. And I'll be offering more um, because this is what we do, I guess, now. And I like doing them. And I will show you some techniques to seeing your own aura. That's what I do a lot of times in these workshops. The thing is, at one time in your life, very early on, you could probably see them. Because most kids really can. Some more than others. But still most can and it's because as we get older, we do this very sad, depressing thing. We deactivate our third eye. The third eye is—it's like a chakra point, and it's an energy point, and it's in between your eyebrows, basically. Um, it's the part of you which sees beyond what the physical eye can see. It's actually the, right over the part of your brain that controls awareness. So that's—I mean, it's funny. There's. Yes, there are scientific explanations for these things, but that's where we have to open it up. We have to open up our awareness. And the third eye helps you see beyond what the physical eye can see. Kids use this interchangeably with their physical eyes. There is no difference. And I do too, but I know the difference. And it's something you can reawaken and use interchangeably. And all the things we are talking about today will help you overall to open this third eye that you do have. But again, it takes work and time and daily effort. To see auras, for example, to see auras, there are multiple ways to do it. But one way is, and here's like a quick way, is to have someone stand against a very plain Or really the best thing is have them stand against a white wall and look around the top of their head and unfocus your eyes. So that's like when you stare at something long enough, your eyes start to blur. That's what you do first and then ask spirit to allow you to see color. Sometimes at first you'll see just kind of white fuzz around them. That's the first, if you're seeing that good job, like right there, awesome. Work's done today. Try it again tomorrow. It's, it, but if you see that, that white, it's the first layer of any aura. It's the energy radiating off the body. So it will be white and fuzzy. And then try, try to see beyond it. Try to see above it. But don't try too hard at the same time. Because remember, we're not really using our physical eyes. We're using our third eye. So defocus your eyes and try to see a color. Try to look through the person. Don't focus on their features. Focus on the bubble of energy around them. It's something you have to try and and some people project color way better than others. So very distinct extreme personalities work best. You know, pick a friend that's super organized, you know, pick your sister who's super loud or somebody who's super quiet. Like the extreme, these people are easier to see their colors. I have had many clients tell me that they started seeing auras in different ways. Sometimes you just feel a color around someone. Sometimes you hear their name and associate a color with them. Sometimes you can see it on their skin, which is weird. They have like a, like a tinge to them that you notice, like a blue tinge or a yellow tinge or something like that. Or you can just see it in your head even, like in your, in your imagination or your third eye when you look at them. Again, all third eye stuff. It's a combination of actually seeing it and seeing it in a way which is third eye activated. So it's not as concrete as seeing with physical eyes because not everyone is going to see it. Sometimes it's just an impression of a color. So right here, we're working with our physical eyes to do it. Um, But we're also working to ask spirit to ask us see what's beyond and when they help you do that, that's when your third eye awakens, and then you start seeing things beyond. You start seeing things that aren't exactly physical to the touch, but they are still real to you. And and that, right, that's a little bridge. That's a little jump you got to make. And that's, over time, you're going to start seeing this more and more. That's when you start seeing shadowy figures in the house or you start seeing someone's face when you or like a dead person you know you can see things with your third eye and the more you use that type of practice the better you can get at it so anyways that's that is one way with the auras and using the physical eye and asking the third eye to open up and show you something else but another thing a lot of you have that you're not probably aware you're even using is clairaudience. And this is psychic hearing. Clairaudience is psychic hearing. Much like seeing in that abstract way I just described, you have to practice hearing in an abstract way. So sit in a place where you can be undisturbed. Sit in silence with yourself and see what sounds you pick up. Don't analyze, just hear. Don't process, just pick them up. You'll hear things that you don't normally notice. Try to isolate these sounds. The bird chirping, the neighbor's car revving up, a dog barking, see if you can stretch your hearing further and further and further. What happens? Imagine your sense of hearing being able to go further outside the realms of what's physically possible. Now, now you're getting into clairaudience where spirit can drop in sounds. And again, you may hear them like you hear other sounds in your life, but you may hear it kind of in between. Where you get a really strong message very firmly put that's different than a thought that's different than actually hearing something that's a spirit message and that's what you get with clairaudience another way to improve your clairaudience is to listen to sounds and focus on one sound in particular so like let's say you're listening to a song right focus on okay i'm just gonna focus on the guitar or i'm just gonna focus on like the drums just the drums just the drums And and try to, like, everything else, make it fade away. Just isolate the sound. Actually, I noticed this when I started doing more readings. I couldn't ignore certain things in other places. I noticed sounds all the time. All of a sudden, everything got louder, kind of like vampire hearing. (laughs) So I would... That's when, like, people chewing started really bothering me or the sound of people coughing or I would notice like weird movie edits or background music like I became very detail oriented and now like I can't not see things and it's actually super annoying but that's how spirit speaks to you they speak to you in the details my hearing for details definitely improved and spirit is strong in the spirit is strong in its subtlety really think about what I just said spirit is strong in its subtlety you'll learn how powerful they are as you go along and ask for more detail, but you have to be open to the subtlety, and 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 once you see how subtle they are about things, it is not subtle anymore. It's glaringly obvious. But you got to you got to put your mind out there. You got to expand your hearing. Here, here's an example of, of my own, my own personal example. When I started doing this, um, like, and I'm like, okay, I'm really going to do this. I'm really going to do readings. Um, Abby, who's now five and a half, was a like, new infant. Um, this is when I wanted to get... Like, I was like, all right, I got to get serious about it. Like, she was a new infant or whatever. And I was like, okay. And I had, there was this offer on the table for me to work with another, some other psychic mediums and like a group thing. And someone else would be in charge and I would be one of the mediums. It was like this kind of group I don't know, like a group, I don't even know what it was, but I didn't want to do it and it didn't feel right. <laughs> like I did, I'm like, I don't, want, yeah, I don't want to do it, but it was, it would have been like, I guess like steady work. Um, and I didn't have that at the time. So, but because I have this thing with attaching my names to how other do, how others do things, um, I got stuck there because I like, I can't speak for any other psychic medium, but myself. And if somebody who I was connected to, like another psychic medium started saying things that were like off putting or were, they weren't being ethical or something, I, I would go crazy being associated with that. Cause I like, I hate when people use this practice to like hurt people. So anyway, so that's always my, that was my big hold up. but I was like, but you know, there's my ego, but I'm scared that otherwise I won't make it. So I wasn't sure if I could make it on my own. So I just asked Spirit, like, can you please send me a message on what to do? I was brand new at this, um, doing this, uh, I guess, as a practice. So like not a few seconds later, I just like randomly like walked into my bedroom and flipped on the television and I was about to walk, you know, what you do, you turn on the TV and you go to do something else. And it was this scene from the movie Eight Mile, that movie with Eminem. I don't know if you remember that, where he's, and it's the end of the movie, and um, it's the very end of the movie, and uh, he had just, I don't know, slayed at the rap off like where they rap battle each other, and his friend is asking him, like, hey, you know, join, host with me. We're going to be a great team, and Eminem, he, you know, he goes, no, and then he says, I think I got to do my own thing. That's the quote, and right there, I got shivers, like, all down my spine, because that was, like, Seconds after I asked the question to spirit, and then i 'm sitting here listening spirit's answer to me just because I, I randomly flipped on the TV to a station by the way, I never watched it was like on tNt or something, and so who knows why it was on that station, and there it is, just that scene hey man i got I, I think I got to do my own thing, and if i didn't look for the spirit message and what I was hearing from that movie quote from, you know, others' noises from people's mouths, from music on the radio, that would have gone over my head. So clairaudience audience isn't just about actually hearing things. It's about hearing things in a different way and it's about making connections. It's about accepting that spirit is creative and subtle and powerful and the answers coming to you will reflect that and they have a sense of humor. That's the other thing. You will see spirit talk to you in the funniest ways where you're like, are you serious right now? Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Other ways to kind of awaken your third eye, visit some places with high energy. Antique stores, old houses, places where things happen. Like battlegrounds, like old battlegrounds, for example. I've talked about this a lot on here, but there is a different frequency in some places more than others. And to notice that, it can raise your clairsentience. What is clairsentience? Blah, 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 blah. What is clairsentience? Clairsentience is the ability to feel things beyond the physical world. So, Going to a place with a lot of energy can feel heavy or light or even make you physically ill. You can go to good places too. Sometimes an old church or like a really familiar family restaurant can make you feel warmer. But the darker stuff is something to pay attention to because we often force ourselves to go through these places and brush off our clairsentient feelings of what lies beyond what we cannot physically touch and feel. And it's just as real. And if you ignore it, it can hurt you. And if you tap into it, you get knowledge. Just recently, when we took the kids um, on a little, I don't know, weekend staycation to Key West, there was a stop along the way. And you could go into this very old boat, which had been restored, a very old fishing boat. And it was magnificently restored. And it was over 100 years old. So we go in it, and Brianna, my 11-year-old, freaks out. Like totally freaks and runs out. Now, we're super... (laughs) sounds mean, but we're like really used to this with her, with anything old. Yet she still goes in old places and old stuff. And then she still has the same panic attack, freak out like every time. So we're used to it. We're like, oh, Bree's feeling energy. Okay. But I stayed back. <laughs> she was okay. I stayed back. I'm like, what is this? And, and I did feel an energy there. And, and it was a lot. And there were messages from who owned it initially still hanging in the air. And it wasn't negative, but it was very prevalent and very strong. And there's a reason There's a reason why we get attached to old things in in cultures and and all of our humans get attached to old things. It was a treasured thing to visit. They restored it and kept it. Why'd they do that? This feeling, this is the feeling, this clairsentient feeling that we all are capable of having. It attaches us to things. The people who like antiques or old things or they keep stuff or, I mean, relics or this or that. Why? Why do we go to museums? Why do we go look at old stuff? Yes, to learn or whatever. But honestly, it makes us feel connected somehow. Connected to the past. Or maybe it's an actual connection to the feeling that lingers around the object. That's clear sentence. Brianna was fine, by the way. She she moved on and got over it and just... But that's the thing, too. I have to, like, go as a mother understanding this about her. You know, we have our chat. There's just a lot of energy in there. It wasn't bad energy, but it was overwhelming. And, you know, your initial reaction to that is to flee. And that's just something that, you know, she knows about herself and she has to pay attention to. Um, but I think a lot of kids have that. Notice that with kids. And then my other kid, my, my five-year-old, she was like, I feel like somebody died in here. Like, she's more, like, morbid and scary and cool with it. <laughs> so, like, she's, she can sit in it a little bit longer where my other one just, like, runs away. But kids notice this stuff. They just, based on their personalities, they'll have different reactions to it. Um, but yeah, Sentence. its 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 our sense for what we cannot physically touch or feel, but it's a definite feeling of something. Objects themselves have frequency. I don't personally specialize in reading jewelry or items from people. Like, I'll do it. Like, but I—you I, know—I'm a picture person. But some psychics do, and it's a real talent. My mother does it, and. Uh, some people can, can use items as a conduit of message and it's actually called psychometry, but it's, it's, I guess, an offshoot of clear sentence. You, you, so this is how you do it. You hold something, hold something of a friend or a close person in your life, a watch or a piece of jewelry. Metal actually works best, especially at first when you're trying this and see what images you get. See what happens when you, when you see beyond what pops into your mind's eye, what things do you want to just say or blurt? What feelings do you get? What emotions do you have? It's funny when you're doing, when you're trying to open your third eye, a lot of it is just connecting to how you feel and what you see and how, you know, and and how you're interpreting it and what's happening to you to give a message to somebody else. Isn't that interesting? Because you become the conduit. You become the vessel and you have to look, you have to look at how you're being affected in order to interpret that and give a message. So to do this, an object someone wears a lot is best. And an object from a dead person who wore it a lot is even better. So think like grandma's wedding ring or something. Like that's a good one. And try not to know anything about the object you're going to hold before you get it. Just just to see what you get. You know, it, it's it's good not to know anything because then your thoughts can't. And, and even better, don't look at it. <laughs> like maybe just hold it so you're not making inferences off it or anything. Um. This is an interesting story. I've been doing this a while now, so sometimes clients th- throw me for a loop a little bit. Um I had a client here, and he was you know the same kind of question, like, "Oh, I really want to open my third eye. I just get all these messages, and I don't know what to do with them because you know they build up as as anxiety. I always wear this big amethyst ring. You, you might see it I'll wear it instead of my wedding ring sometimes if I'm doing an appearance or something. Cause I don't like to wear my wedding ring when I do psychic readings, but I'll wear this other ring. And I was like, here, I'm like, here, I just felt like he'd be good at psychometric. I feel be, I he had a real strength with Claire Stanton. He was a salesman too, you know, like he could really read people naturally. So it's funny. He went into sales and he was good at it because he, he had this ability already. So anyway, so I took off that ring, that big amethyst ring, and I gave it to him and he held it and he's like, who's Betty. And I just like, oh, that's my grandma. And that was her ring. And I freaked out, you know. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what he getting from Betty? You know, then I turn into the client like, does she miss me? <laughs> you know, and all that. And it was just so cool. And he was so proud of himself. I'm like, you did it. Like, you freaking did it. Like, that's it my grandma. And that's not an everyday name, Betty, right? Like, because her real name was Elizabeth. But nobody called her that. Everybody called her Betty. So, yeah. So try it. Because practicing reading is very important. Read on friends who are there for support for you, you know, who are going to give you loving feedback. We all have like, hopefully we all have like one or two friends like that, that you can listen, bring some stuff over. I'm trying this on you. Like, okay, you know, it's important to hear when you got stuff right, really. And it's important to hear when you don't, but just ask for more clarification from spirit when you don't. Don't shut it down. Follow it. Don't censor yourself. Let it flow out of your mouth. Because as you go on with this, spirit will give you your own special symbols and language that's just for you. So here we go with this. This is another way to open your third eye. So for example, because I am more of an empathic medium, I've learned to check my own feelings during a mediumship reading. So when I look at a picture of somebody who's passed, um... If I feel like I have like all of a sudden, like because mine's emotional, that's how I get my messages. If I feel like I have so much to say and I just can't say it and I just want to burst, I know they died without closure. Things like that. It's, it's going to be your own special cocktail of what you feel and see and go through that are actually messages to you, which you have to interpret before you give them to the person you are reading. It's like translating twice. Some people can touch signatures and get things, by the way. Some people can see symbols um, and learn over time their meanings. So there's different things you can touch and different things that can happen when you touch them. For example, for me, sometimes I will get pop culture references, which are actually about my own life and reflect how my own brain works. And I have to put that into meaning for a client. That's my own thing. Okay, So like I know that my spirit guides talk to me in ways that have nothing to do with my client. I just have to like, oh yeah, it's, when I get that symbol, it means you know, this person is going through this. But I get, my guides are interesting and, and they like reality television and celebrity gossip. So the other day I was doing a reading and, and for this woman and in my head, I just saw Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. And if you don't know about them, they had like a really freaky deeky relationship for a while. So I saw them around this woman just as my symbol from Spirit. And basically her questions revolved around a super freaky deeky love relationship, which was super early on in her life and she was still affected by. And I didn't tell her my pop reference, okay? Like I'm not going to, but I just jumped ahead to basically describing their freaky deeky relationship. And it was like the basically the same thing happened to her. So that's, they'll do that to me. So pop culture references, stuff like that. So what I'm trying to say is, As you move through practicing and doing this more and more and more, you're going to get your own series of symbols and like a language that your guides use to speak to you and you alone. And so keeping track of that in a journal or something, super important. That's going to help you a lot. Another cool thing is if someone reminds me in a reading Or like this happens to you guys all the time. I know it does. If somebody reminds you of someone else, they share qualities. That's a spirit message. That's a very common one. It's just like, if you ever meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, you remind me of... And it's like, oh, spirit's trying to tell you something. It's like there's parallels there. So... Spirit does this to me all the time. And I know they do this as a message to many of us. So when someone reminds you of someone, it's spirit basically telling you it's the same thing, they share qualities. So like let's say your new coworker reminds you of the mean girl in high school who made your life miserable, like she kinda looks like her, or she has like movements that kind of remind you of her or something. The coworker is probably not nice. It's it's very cut and dry. I had an I had a reading where the girl looked exactly like the wife I have never met of one of my distant cousins. And I did this whole reading for her and her life was like the same to the letter. Like my cousin has two sisters and her husband has two sisters. So like everything. And it was weird. And this happens all of the time. Um and it happens to you too. So if somebody reminds you of somebody, try to figure out what the shared qualities are because that's another spirit message. And and just noticing these little these little things, these little Things that pop up, these little weird, like, what is that? These little little crinkles in your life. It, It helps a lot with figuring out what to do next for yourself in terms of opening your third eye and what it means and kind of like the next level of awareness. Tarot and astrology. I don't do tarot or astrology, but so many do, and a lot of people take interest in that. And sometimes that's the first place you jump into. Um, here's my recommendation for this. When you do either of these two things, try to sit with like each card, for example, or each astrological sign or, or each astrological like birth chart you make up, for example, and sit with it and meditate and write down any feelings you get as you hold hold these items or you associate yourself with them, symbols, feelings, et cetera, and make note of the details. And over time, you're going to see a correlation between your own meanings on things which have been around for a long time. So like for tarot cards, like instead of reading like what each one means, like obviously like it's okay to know that, what each one means, like when they give you the instructions for the deck or whatever, but then sit with each one yourself and personalize yourself with it. And this this takes time, but it's going to help you use the tool to connect better, to get your own messages for things. Same with like birth charts. Like when you sit down with it and you see, okay, this, 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 but then when I see this connection, this means this. You know, what your own guides are telling you through that tool. It's how you connect the tool to spirit and it's how you can make the messages more meaningful to you and others. So... It's just one more thing to do if you're starting that. Like, try to you know, put your own spin on it. Ask Spirit to give you special meaning that's just yours between you and them. And, and you'll see it's going to make for kind of like a, a, an interesting read when you pull cards for yourself and when you pull cards for other people or do birth charts for yourself or birth charts for other people. Finally, and, and you know, I know this is kind of lame, but you have to meditate. I know, you know, who's got the time, right? <laughs> Even if, even if like it's before you go, like put yourself to bed like fifteen minutes earlier than you normally do, and put on your like HZ frequency music or something, meditate then. So then whatever. If you fall asleep, you fall asleep. Whatever. But like, because I listen, I come from um, mom life, so like I, I have to we make adaptations. That's my own trick. But you must sit with yourself every day. You must do this, and you have to get used to the voice of spirit. Versus the voice of your ego, versus the voice of your thoughts, versus the voice of your programming. They're all different voices. At first, they all sound the same. So you have to sit there and you have to sift through them. And then once you do that, once you do that, then when you get the spirit messages, like you're like, okay, that's a spirit message. But then you have to further distinguish them versus the voice of your higher self, versus your guides, versus the dead people, versus the overall vibes you pick up. It's kind of like you have to listen to the details of you because this is truly about you connecting with spirit. And if you can give messages to others, that's really special. And people truly appreciate it. And keeping your vibe high is so necessary. You have to protect your energy when you do all of this. I Always say a prayer before any reading and asking spirit to keep you in the light is necessary. Quick fixes to spiritual connection are not a good idea. They can make you very sick, especially a lot of us are empaths. They can bring in a lot of dark negative energy or just reading anybody, like reading people who are negative can make you feel really sick. Getting read by people who are negative can you make you very sick. You have to be really careful with where the energy is coming from and, and your vibe is around it first. <sighs> So Ouija boards, huge no, no, (laughs) don't do it. I know like I'm sure there was some sleepover at some point in your life where somebody pulled out the Ouija board and you did it and it wasn't a big deal and it was just silly. But honestly, like the more powerful you get and the more personal responsibility you have, spirit has with you, the more you'll pay for things that you do. That's a big spiritual lesson for all you guys. And I learned this the hard way. So try to hear it. The more... You learn the more you awaken, the more you download this information, the more spirit holds you accountable. So, let's say you're not as aware and you pull out the Ouija board, or you just hang out with the wrong people, or you do the job you don't like, or whatever, the repercussions aren't as big because spirit kind of understands you don't know any better. You're, you're doing the emotional zombie thing. And the emotional zombie thing where you're not that connected is kind of a protection in a way. But once you take that layer off, you are raw and vulnerable and they will make you very aware you did a good thing or you did a bad thing. So Ouija boards as we spiritually awaken are, like I said, a huge no. The way I see it and I feel it They're used as a channel for lazy spirit interaction. There is not always good stuff out there. And when you use a tool, it basically invites energy to come into you, which you do not want. It can lower your vibe. It can bring some majorly odd stuff into your space. And it's basically like dirty spirit stuff. It's like eating gum off the subway floor. Like who would do that? Okay, that's gross. That's what channeling via like Ouija boards are that's it's not good or even like if you're connecting to spirit in any way and you're not protecting yourself first or valuing that connection like it's dirty like you don't want to do that you're bringing in bad energy to you and sullies up your your higher self so um you have to be super careful of who you go to for cleansings and healings and stuff like that people who do not work in the light can make you feel very much the same way taken over by a terrible vibe and when your thoughts are in that realm your life just will reflect it everything in your life will reflect it like if you're around bad vibes, your relationships go bad, unlucky things happen to you, health issues it's just a domino effect of bad energy surrounding you because you are lazily connecting with just anything and so it's a vibe you put out there to the universe that like you don't respect your space or time so they 'll just send you things that continuously disrespect your da- your space and time and so using like lazy spirit connection stuff like Ouija boards. Or just, it just, I guess like if you're doing psychic readings and you're just reading people who are very, very negative, you know, not good. So you have to be careful with your time and energy and really respect it. And you have to read people that respect the messages too. That's the other thing. That's why I get loving, supportive people around you. Um, so yeah. I hope I didn't scare you too bad in there, but don't use Ouija boards. And, and that's not what we're going for here, you know, like this lazy spiritual connection stuff. You guys are hard workers. You're like advanced <laughs> spiritual awakened students. So we don't mess around with the cheap tricks. We are doing long haul work here because we're going for purposeful connection so as to make our lives more fulfilling. So high vibe people, places, and practices are important. I hope this helped you get some ideas for practicing opening your third eye. If you check out my Instagram stories, I'm going to try to put up like a lot of different tools and a lot of different like practices or little things like that just to get you guys kind of thinking and and working those psychic muscles. Hey, Scotty. So we have more aura readings to do, but first what do you think about about that how to get psychic lesson? Well,
1: since I really scored poorly on the test before – I thought the one the object interpretation one. Okay, You're, object think, interpretation. Yeah, I think I can do that one. So okay. if you don't mind, would you give me like maybe some, something that I could hold okay. and I'll try to do my skills.
0: Okay, here you go. Okay. okay. All right.
1: Now do I look at it? I haven't looked at it don't yet. Don't look at it. Don't like, look try at it. with
0: your just hands over it first.
1: Okay, I put my hands over it. My eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm, get, I'm getting like a grandfather figure.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I think the first initial of the grandfather figure is R.
0: Okay.
1: He seems very distant.
0: So, like the thing is, you know my grandparents, so. Uh,
1: they're saying they're not related to Mystic Michaela. Oh, okay. No, okay, I'm, okay. That's a clear message. Okay. <laughs> they're not related to you that's or good. me. Or okay, because okay, I okay. don't have any
0: R ones. They, okay. they,
1: I see a boat on the ocean oh. and a dog. Okay. With this R named grandfather figure. Okay. He's saying... Pull up the anchor, pull up the anchor did, did that resonate re- resonate with you not yet, okay, but keep going okay um now the, now he's now he's saying he wants to get back to the land, okay there's also a bird that has landed on him, okay does that mean and he's showing me this he's like showing me that's it. amazing yeah
0: um it's Do so thi- detailed I, I wish I knew what you were talking about and
1: I, and I see the, wait I see numbers oh okay eight what? seven. 875309. 875309. Okay. Do you think that means anything? Um, All right, let, well, let me see what it is. Okay. So I, those are my, yeah. you want to
0: look at them now? Yes. Okay. Those are my bra crystals.
1: Oh. Oh. So I've
0: got it off. I think so.
1: What were you seeing? I, I, maybe I, you know, I watched that show on Discovery the other day with that captain. Oh my really God. weird.
0: Yeah. I think it's influencing you. Yeah. That Wait, what's that me. called? Expedition. Like,
1: Northwest Passage. The Northwest gotta, yeah.
0: Passage. What was it called? No, what was don't that show remember. called? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's not on Netflix, well, so thanks. it's been annoying me.
0: I'll, I'll receive your message. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, yeah. if anyone, anyone knows a, a grandfather <laughs> that has a boat and a dog and a bird on his shoulder right. with an R name, maybe it was one of the people that sent in the pictures.
0: Yeah, maybe, Scott. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, in honor of our 50th episode... <laughs> i was gonna do we're gonna do a list a top okay. 10 yeah,
0: stick to what you know yeah let's stick to what you know and, and i want you know
1: we're gonna do a top 10 podcast inside jokes that's our category
0: this is our 50th episode and
1: these are if you yeah if you haven't
0: if you're a new listener new
1: listener you kind of been jumping around you're gonna
0: need a catch-up list
1: yeah and we're gonna do this in honor of david letterman
0: okay uh
1: who passed right no he's
0: alive oh he's oh alive my okay. God, Yeah. Oh, david,
1: okay so you know because okay. he always used to do his top 10 the top
0: list. 10 yeah
1: um we, you know, we didn't come up with this list ourselves. Of course, we asked many, many people, actually two, mostly women. So two people, mostly women. And this is the list mostly. that they- Mostly. women, yeah, two people. Okay. Um, my jokes are so subtle.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and here's the list of 10. Okay, so All this right.
0: is the top 10- things to know yeah. top 10 inside jokes like inside jokes of the Know Your Aura podcast in the past 50 episodes in the past
1: 50 episodes okay
0: so go ahead and again
1: this is not a list that I compiled it's these two lovely women sure okay go ahead okay so number 10 drum roll whatever you can do the drum roll uh-huh. number 10 you know David didn't you just like throw the pencil or something all right Hannah Brown runs ABC
0: that's an old one. Yeah. You really had the conspiracy, before anybody had conspiracy theories. Right. Way before quarantine started and all the conspiracy theories were rolling out, you had one. That and Hannah it was Brown. that Hannah Brown runs ABC. Easy. Yes. But, but then, then I think she
1: got in trouble, right? She, t-
0: she, yeah, she really screwed up. So. So she don't run ABC anymore. Okay. So, yeah, we
1: maybe we'll <laughs> switch that. I could have, you know, girls um, that put this list together. Yeah. Maybe we could have done something with uh, that Jack's. Guy from oh, Vanderpump yeah, yeah, or Tommy hit, Tom or some one of those right, that might have worked better. Yeah, your
0: issues with them. Yeah. Okay,
1: number nine, bra crystals.
0: <gasps> bra uh, crystals. I mean, who it knew is. it would be such a hit? Uh, if you're in the MMsf, you're probably wearing bra crystals right now. Correct. And good for you.
1: That's right. That's right. Number eight. <laughs> We have a studio audience.
0: Yes. And we've
1: been doing this from the start.
0: It's our bad joke.
1: And usually our studio audience is our cat.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Sometimes, you know, one of the kids watches. Uh, Sometimes I bring out Norman the the, uh, guinea pig Mm. just so we can have someone here. But we have a studio audience.
0: And fake producers. And fake
1: producers. And we have assistants that bring us whiskey.
0: Yeah. We totally just make up a staff.
1: Yeah, that runs the podcast while we sit here in our yeah. living room yeah. on our microphone.
0: <laughs> we never know the names really? to things that our producers would know. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's what we need. Someone who, like, gives us a name, like, rushes Yeah, us like, a I'm name. like,
0: what's the thing I'm thinking of? And there's some producer, like, you're thinking of this. Yeah. And let me pull it up for you and, like, you know. Yeah,
1: all the TV shows have that. Yeah, I know. Why don't we have that?
0: Well, our budget's slow. All right.
1: <laughs> Number seven, Mystic Michaela is the town flasher.
0: All right. Who put Uh-oh. that on there? It was uh,
1: Jenny. Um, you did ta- You did flash the I town flashed, of Helen, Georgia.
0: Yeah, I so. accidentally flashed a man in Helen, Georgia, and then saw him again because right. it was a small town. Very small. That's right. And then yeah. you
1: also flashed a family of four.
0: I forget which. All right, whatever. I forget had to pee at a state park. in the forest. It happened to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a road oh I was facing. Right. I, forget what, which, I forget which episode which was. I don't, I don't. That, that was the toxic personalities yeah. one okay. all right some of the town flasher all all right. Right. i can live with that
1: number six this one i'm even scared to mention oh. we have a podcast ghost we
0: do we have a podcast ghost
1: and if you listen to the halloween special mm-hmm. and there was another episode as well
0: yeah where uh, we just talked about the which halloween r- special okay.
1: and there's like crazy noises that's right now that's the guinea pig okay
0: yeah just checking <laughs> it's your studio audience i'm starting to choke
1: what is the guinea pig doing
0: he's just running around
1: oh my god are you sure it's not the podcast no ghost? it's the
0: guinea pig he just freaked out all right norman settle down settle down. because
1: the ghost is here that's why he's
0: freaking it's weird that you brought it up right uh, okay Let's, he's uh, channeling through our guinea pig. oh my god move on to number five number five, number five.
1: all right this all right now we're getting to the classics oh the these classics. are like the classics top five people like stop me in the streets and tell me these things <laughs> yeah
0: in your dreams um, <laughs>
1: You know, just the other day, you know, I was a, you know Dunkin' Donuts line and someone said, hey, M-I-R. M-I-R. Is that number five? That's number five.
0: Oh, M-I-R. So what is M-I-R again? Okay,
1: what does it stand for? Well, the R is resources, <laughs> oh, my God. the I is being intuitive, and then mindfulness is the
0: M? I thought it was mental. No, mental, it was mindful. It's yeah, like mindful. the mental block.
1: You got to put the mind control.
0: Right, mind Isn't, control. Yeah,
1: intuitive. So intuitive. You got to know they're coming. You got to know and they're then coming. Resources? Could anything be
0: anything that you is could liquid. throw at them? It's liquid. liquid? liquid?
1: Such as dog urine.
0: It has to be a liquid substance yes. that you throw in their face. Yes,
1: and we found dog urine works the best.
0: That's from the Star Seeds episode. Yes. Yeah. Number four. (laughs) Anybody just tuning in will be like, what? The only reason why people are Are tuning in is they're praying.
1: They're praying. They're one of the five people remaining on the list for their aura colors. That's the only reason why. Okay. All right, here we go. Number four, get out your red jasper crystal.
0: On the aura crystals episode, I think it's sex crystals. We talk about red jasper because what does red jasper do again?
1: It gives you a lot of endurance. I don't need it, (laughs) but some people do. Okay. Okay. There's also red tiger eye and blue tiger eye. Yeah. That could be in that same category. All right. We have three to go. Top okay. three. Here top we go. Three. Number three, podcast, inside joke, your mom was Anne Frank in a past life.
0: Yes. That's and your favorite one. That
1: is, that is probably my favorite one. You
0: you repeated a lot. Yeah.
1: That could have easily taken the top slot. Yeah. Um, and of course, your mom was Anne Frank in a past life. That's she was what she also says. Lady Godiva. And we did mention that on a few episodes. She's more sticking
0: more. by that. All right. She is.
1: All right. Last two. Yes. Number two, Jumanji.
0: Oh, you invented strip podcast. Yes, I mean, inventor, you don't but... get credit for this. No. It's it... something that I don't think anybody else made up that no. you. I'm like that guy. You know, Galileo gets the telescope. There was a guy before him. Yeah, there was. And I was the originator of strip, strip podcast. podcast. Jumanji. I hope you get the credit you deserve one day. Yes. For every time you hear Jumanji, you're supposed to take off an article of clothing.
1: Right. And the last one, number one, and I'm sure everyone at this point who has been watching, listening to the podcast knows the answer to this. That is that I have an Amish following throughout, you know, the country. Yeah. So an Amish, what would you say? Contingent. Contingent. Amish men are clearly my largest audience.
0: Yeah. I mean, some people may consider this a red flag in a relationship. I've just accepted it. Yeah. You... Seek the attention of Amish males. Right.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just what you do. And
1: Anna Yoder and Jeb Yoder, twin flames. Yes. In the Amish community. We learned that today. All right, here we go. Let's do a couple more names.
0: Okay. And
1: then we'll wrap it up. All right. All right. So we have Mary Surgat.
0: So, oh, another indigo purple right there. Okay. Yes.
1: All right. So what else we got? We have Stephanie Pyle Mul. Mold- Nikki Meljinki, yeah, little something Nikki.
0: long that ends in a key.
1: It Ends in a C K I.
0: Purple blue. Oh, purple blue. Okay, a purple blue. Victoria yes. Ann. She is purple and indigo.
1: Okay, then we have Mar- Marquita Marquita Kanipe Kanipe Canip. Canip. Kanipe Kanipe.
0: Red and purple.
1: A red and purple. Yes. And then we have Kayla Kantati.
0: Okay. Oh, she's yellow and turquoise.
1: Ooh, that's our first Ooh, turquoise. We got a
0: turquoise today. A
1: yellow turquoise, and then I did. I wanted to do one more. One
0: more. This okay. Is
1: not those were all randomly selected, except okay. for the girl that had someone else's hand on her boobs. So you know how to get in next time.
0: <laughs> Please don't say that to people.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding, people. I don't. I don't want to have to issue an apology statement. Yeah. Although I should issue an apology. I do have to. Oh, I, I'm. I'm forgetting something. Before we end, and there's one more person that we're gonna name. Uh, I'm going to issue an apology to the south towns of Buffalo, (laughs) New York. A few people wrote to me. Did they really? Yes, they did. Saying that I was a little bit harsh on them that's in the me. week where I was talking about the going yeah, traveling. Yeah, like how well, there's
0: nothing there and you so, weren't really putting us down.
1: Yeah. So this is my heartfelt <laughs> apology. And I'm going to say this. Look, where do you get better wings in the South Towns of Buffalo, New York? This is true.
0: That's true. Doves.
1: Where could you go to Wegmans and have a conversation, and I've done this, have a conversation with the starting quarterback of the Buffalo Bills? Yes, that's
0: South true. South Towns. Yeah.
1: Where could you walk into a coffee shop and meet the coach of the Buffalo Bills and have a whole conversation with them when yep. you did that together? Spot coffee Spot in Orchard coffee. Park. Yeah uh you know where could you play in 10 20 30 40 feet of snow in an afternoon (laughs) we've done that too we've done that okay so that is my apologies (laughs) All all right last one and speaking of south actually this was in the north towns uh this one caught my eye because the the girl lauren wrote on the uh on the on the contest that she is a Domino's employee oh wow and of course You know, I I worked at Domino's. I was actually the only person to ever deliver pizza with a master's degree in history. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have a soft spot for that one. So I wanted to give her her colors. Uh, Lauren Wilkstrom, she's a Domino's employee and her colors are...
0: Yellow and purple. All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for being supportive. These last 50 episodes, we... Couldn't do a thing without you guys. We appreciate you so much. I love your ideas. I love your input. I love each and every one of you. You all take care. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader.